She'll have a good time. Nope. <laughs> I think I'm... Gay bars, you know, not for me. Uh, surprisingly, because... <laughs> <laughs> cultural uh, differences. Life, no, no, not cultural, because that would that sounds crazy. Lifestyle differences, you know. I don't think cultural differences sounds as crazy as you think in this situation. Yeah, uh, so. There's I definitely, didn't want, I didn't want there's to seem definitely, like I wasn't accepting them. There's definitely a whole gay culture. They, like, they, I. I witnessed Bro, it. This chair hurts my back. Is there? Is it's because yeah, yes. there's a massage thing on it. I'm, I'm like, how is yeah. it? <laughs> Yo, Nick, I t- every time uh, I'm here, I take this shit off before I, I sit down. I'm sorry. Uh, no, yeah, I, there's definitely a gay stereotype. Um, I didn't think that, that was a real thing until I got to that bar. <laughs> now, I, uh, so I went out with a couple of friends last night. Um, one of them, one of us, was gay. And his his father just passed away. Why couldn't you just say? You know, no, 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 no. I'm I'm explaining the context. One his of father us. just because he is one of us. Well, um, his his father right. just passed, and his cousins wanted to you know ha- help him have a good time for the first time he's ever been to New York to kind of like cope with the loss or whatever. All right. So we get to the first bar. I didn't know we were walking to a gay bar. I saw the the, the pride flags on top, but you know I'm like, oh, everyone's accepting. It's cool. So he just immediately was just like, ah, oh, you know what. It's just New York. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just, you, know. It, you know, it is what it is. Oh my God. All right, but uh, first eyebrow raise is the, the the bouncer dude going, "Hey guys, have your IDs out. Put your phones in your front pockets. Make sure they're secure. Watch your drinks at all times. Don't leave it unattended." Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to get into that first. For some reason. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Not the. Uh, I, did, I, I have been to one uh, gay bar before because. It was a night where me, Edwin, his oh, cousin, yeah. and his uh, his brother's girl. Well, I, I I feel bad. Uh, uh, she's more than just his brother's girl. She's a human as well. So, all right, I'm gonna edit this. <laughs> so, anyway, it was a night that me, Edwin, his cousin, and uh, this woman that we were also out with, we all go. We're drinking. We are having a time. Like. We're going, and I think I was driving, so I wasn't really drinking. Like, yeah. I would skip. I would have one drink per hour, basically. And I maybe had, like, maybe three drinks total that entire night. Okay. So, we go, and um, we're, like, bar hopping. So, we're all, you know, having a vibe. And then, like, some spots will be wagged, so we'll be like, you know what? We just stopped here for a drink. Let's move to the next one. Mm-hmm. So, I see, like, this logo, and it's, like... A giant yellow sign with like a swirl on it so I'm like oh that like spot looks cool let's check it out so this uh, woman okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> this woman I think I hope I don't you know you could have just said this woman bro but I don't this know person. if it was a woman and now, was, right, and now person, you have to quantify person, that. Yeah. yeah so this person comes out with a list and then um, the woman we're with at least like 5'10, 5'11, maybe with heels on. She's like six. She's tall. She's definitely like six something with heels on. Exactly. So um, she has like a presence about her. So she became the group leader. Definitely uh, commands attention wherever she goes. Exactly. So the woman walks out of the bar to get like some air, notices her, and then goes, Do you want to come inside? And she was like, Yeah, but I'm with three other people. The person then looks at us. <laughs> literally, 
looks us up and down, looks at Edwin, and then um, so now it gets even funnier. Okay. Because and this is why I bring it up because like you had to go through a whole check through, like it's like you're going through airport security to get it. <laughs> this is what happened. The person went, uh, "Are you gay to the woman?" No, I'm straight. Oh, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Looked at me, said, "Are you gay?" I'm like, "No, I like women." <laughs> Okay. She was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> "That's crazy." Like, it look, she looked at me. She was like, "You can come inside too, I guess." And then looked at the other two people we were with, and they lied and said that they were a couple because they were like they don't want to throw off the ratio. Yeah. So they were like, "Yeah, no, we're dating." <laughs> and the person looked and went, eh. <laughs> "Wow." And that's how we ended up. We get ended up getting in for free too. Like they usually had like a cover charge of like fifty bucks. Oh god! And there was only like two hours left, so the person was like, "You know what? You guys get in there," and said the same exact thing. Hey, phones in your front. I'm like, I don't know what. So the gay thing is, you know, maybe they, they niggas they, stealing phones. Gay yeah. niggas stealing phones. <laughs> or maybe like you know, they, that's how they steal the phones. They go for an ass touch, take the phone out the back pocket. Boom. That's a smooth move. That's, that takes <laughs> that takes some slickness to, that, to grab an ass. But you're not, you're not expecting it phone. because you're gay, so somebody's touching your ass. And boom, now you just... You think, turn around and you think, oh, who's that? But no, the nigga stole your phone. <laughs> but you're dancing with this nigga now. Exactly. <laughs> it's fucking so, ridiculous. So, and then they also said, never leave a drink unattended. Yeah. And like, like when when that person said that, they were like super serious. Like yes. we were like joking around, and they were like, "No, for real, do not." So like, I was just like, "Oh." So with that being said, we should get into the lid business and <laughs> make couplets, <laughs> couplets, yeah. like for bars. Yeah, bar couplets where like you can only drink out of like you know, like how Starbucks has it. Yeah, do that. That that just came to my head right now because that's a big business opportunity. Pause on came bars, to my yeah. head. Yeah. Pause on came to my head because the context. <laughs> but continue. So yes, yeah, I I just wanted to go yeah, off of that. I of think how there's a TSA line to get. Yeah, it, it, it makes. It, by the way, that as a disclaimer before you walk in, not expecting to walk into a room with only men is crazy like when i when i walk through that first door i turn around my friend's coming in you know i our one friend goes he forgot to say and clench your buttholes i went what <laughs> wait all right all right so here's another thing here's oh another my God. Thing. when you walked in did they let you in one at a time yeah they, okay can, all right keep going yeah one that, at that's a time, the other thing together. you never go inside all at the same time it's always a one at a time so you never really you know gotta pass the vibe check yeah bro. <laughs> so once i get through the second door um, I literally look around and go, oh, <laughs> we're at a gay bar. And I look at the bartenders and I go, why are they all shirtless? Why is this like your uniform is to be shirtless as a bartender? But whatever, you know, it's cool. I get my drink. Our friends get their drinks. I look around and it just, it, I've never seen so many homosexuality. And like within 30 minutes of my life, there's guys kissing against the wall to my right. Guys making out to the left. And I'm just like, wow, I've never seen this like live. So, first time experiencing that on full effect. Uh, our friend's sister is fully just having a time of her life. And then, you know me, I'm dancing regardless, except I have our two friends on each side of me. So, no one runs up on what, me, but there's definitely music, people. What kind of music was being played? Was I, probably, I'm going to call it house music. She was probably bumping, You want to call nigga. it house music? I'll call it pop music. What? It was like very poppy, popular music, but like towards the EDM side of things. Oh, okay. Right? Like, not techno and not real EDM. 
I, I couldn't even like I didn't knew no songs that came on until the, they played Bad Bunny's verse for whatever reason. <laughs> now, I do want to say I might have went to the straightest gay bar one time because <laughs> there was girls looking at me and everybody else, and then like there was no guys looking at the girl that we were with that entire time so she was like dancing freely blah 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 mm-hmm. having a great time you know un unharassed yes i was and a then, harassed one huh yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro, but we like... were chill the only people that interacted with us were other women okay like, you get uh, john i don't know what it is bro you give off a vibe apparently <laughs> <laughs> these niggas attract to you like a mop bro <laughs> so uh, our friend's girlfriend and her cousin end up pulling up too right and he holds on to her he goes is this how you guys feel when you're alone at clubs because my goodness bro there's this older white dude right and i've never felt like prey in my goddamn life until that moment oh, wow yeah yeah this dude, I, I can describe him to a T. He was a little taller than me, white hair, older, olive green t-shirt with like black shorts on, and he stared me down from deep. He was trying to take you home. I yes, he was because he made his way around to us and got way too close for my comfort. Uh, to be fair, you have to assume that whoever's in a gay bar at any point. Yeah, yeah, I'm not coming at him for like being. No, 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 no. I'm coming. I'm me. talking about from his. What? Oh, what did you just say? For being into me. I, I, oh, are you guys are saying that it's fair that he approached me because yeah, he's probably some that yeah. gay as well. Which but, I get it, but... Uh, you know, usually uh, when guys walk into a party or go to a party, they're asking themselves, or asking outwardly, where the bitch is at? You are the bitches. You are the answer to the Bro, it was literally, I was dancing for Sharona, and she, she's dancing, like, we're separately, not together, guys. Yeah, let me let me make that clear, right? Just vibing, and like she's getting attention from the other guys because you know she's Sharona. And when she moved out the way, that white man took that as a ticket wow. to get no. closer. <laughs> yeah, continue. Yeah, he took that as a ticket to get closer to us, and like dance his way to us. I stopped dancing very quickly. Um, and again, a reason I call myself praise because um, I now know what that feels like to be like stared down by another man, and it, you know it's sexual. And that's the worst part about it. Like, there's no like if ands and buts about it. That man, some buts about it. Mad buts, bro. Like, in fact, it might be only buts about it. It's your butt. (laughs) My back was also against the bar wall. You know, I think maybe maybe I give off like a a a straight energy. Like, I've never been approached by another guy. So I'm kind of glad. Like. And I live up to my name. Yeah, man, me. I'm a fucking man. Um, not in high school. Not that gay people aren't men. But in, in high school, this one guy uh, asked me what time it was, and I was on the bus. And I thought he was just going to, like, rob my phone or some shit. But he hit me with the, it's dick sucking o'clock. Um, it's what? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things I'm never going to forget. It's six, seven o'clock? No, it's dick sucking o'clock. You heard me right the first time. And that that is still the wildest thing I've ever been told by, like, a random man in the street. I guess who was flirting with me? I, I'm not. I'm still not sure. But that didn't make me nearly as uncomfortable as the white guy last night, right? So at that point, Rashawn also points at that guy and then hugs me tightly and goes, "Yeah, John, I'm also uncomfortable." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, cool." Um, we end up leaving that place because we got bored there. We okay. go to another gay club. Who was in charge of all of these places, by the way? He said, Sharona. "I'm gonna say Sharona." Yeah, because they were doing her their cousin a favor, or I guess you know trying to lift up his spirits. By taking him to the gay dance clubs and stuff. 
So the next one, way more fun as a, like a place to be in. Um, also way more mixed people, right? Like it's not, it, yeah, it's super gay and there's a lot of men, but it's not just men at least. Mm-hmm. And everyone looks like they're actually being more fun and, and it, look, it has like a less sexual vibe. Like that first place was definitely like I was put in a Barbie house and they're all Ken dolls, right? Everyone's wearing a tank top. Everyone has fishnet shirts on. I'm like, there is a stereotype that I didn't know existed. Most of them were white men. You know, you got you're solidifying why I'm not going out with Rashawn. <laughs> Look at the most random shit. My nigga, stuff just happens. Right. Whenever you go out with Rashawn, stuff just happens. I told you, niggas, bro. They, they don't know, like, apparently in 2023, Rashawn doesn't know, like, let's just go to, excuse me, let's just go to a quick bar yeah. and fucking hang out. They want to go to glass breaking events. That shit was fun. Beer pong. G- uh, one gay bar, fine. A whole night of gay a bars. A slew of gay bars. It's excessive. A line it's, of gay bars. <laughs> it's excessive. I was like, bro, what are you telling me right now? No. I'm you- glad. I'm Not that I'm glad that I didn't go, but hold the horses, guys. Like, let's bro, can let's we- do something else. Hit shuffle, bro. <laughs> did, you go, did you go from one break bar to another break bar? No. no you changed it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like one guy was gay, everyone else was straight. He could have went anywhere else. <laughs> What's up with that? I Each don't of know. you could have had a choice to go, and y'all could have went from one joint to the next joint to the next joint to the next. Yeah, joint. we could have. They went from one thing to the same. Thing yeah, I, I went from I never gonna... have going to a gay bar to going to three and one. You know, night. gay people also go to regular bars. Yeah. He had a fishnet shirt on. Someone wouldn't know. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They would have spotted him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, it rained yesterday. Hard, hard. Yeah, we got he, caught in that. He just wanted, he said, gay knows no limitations. <laughs> All right? I know it's raining. I'm still going to wear a fishnet shirt <laughs> in the rain. That is nuts, bro. <laughs> he was looking for that, actually. I mean, he was. Aye, bro. <laughs> but um, the second place we went to was more of a dance club. Super vibey, super cool. You know, low, low lighting, nice aesthetics. We get inside. Again, disclaimer given to us before we get in there. And I'm like, oh, this is really like a thing. <laughs> this is just they, everywhere they we go. They about, um... Oh, my God. Consent? No. At any, oh, no, the no. one I but went I, to, they, they wanted to, everybody to know. Listen, someone says no. It's a no, and if they bring it to us, you're kicked out, no questions asked. And I was like, oh, that's they should have that everywhere. And every yeah, club, yeah. Yes. yeah, yes. So apparently and that's the one club where consent is, you know. And now there's one in Brooklyn that's Some LGBTQ whoa, whoa, friendly. Whoa. LG, well, I don't know if you have to say the letters in order. So yeah. yeah, you made it. Yeah. <laughs> you got everything, yeah. you know. Yeah, it, it's very inclusive, essentially. But it's not a gay place, it's just inclusive. So they give you that disclaimer when you walk in for them. They're like, hey, consent's important here. Uh, don't record people. It's not cool. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. will ban you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we got, we got a bunch of those. Anyways, uh, this place from last night. Get in. Steve and I just really have to pee. Steve pays the cover charge. So he pays like $20 for us to get in. Um, we get in. We go straight to the back. We don't know where the bathroom is. Mm-hmm. And this place goes from like looking very small to somehow expanding into this Big auditorium space that I was just confused about. There were stairs in there that I could like, climb over, but the, the dance floor was right there. I was very confused because the way I had to cut the people made no sense. Yeah. And when we walked in, it was a bar in the middle of the room, and then I could see nothing past that bar. So when we asked the bartender, hey, it was a bathroom, then he points deep. I'm like, okay, I guess it's right there. And then we just keep walking for like another five minutes into this establishment. That walk made me realize why women don't feel safe around men. 
<laughs> that, that's long story short. Walking through a crowd of people that are dancing, and yet, yeah, see me. I'm tall. I'm big. I have a presence. I get it. My arm felt up. Some guy tried pulling me in. I my shoulder shrugged so hard when that happened. I was like, I don't know why he thought it was okay to just like try to pull me like that. <laughs> he thought she was with it, bro. Fresh, oh, bro, I was meat. just passing by. Fresh meat is crazy. Right? And like now, now I can <laughs> feel everyone's crazy. eyes on me. Steve saw the guy try to pull me in. He starts laughing. Steve then also goes, John, John, it's okay. And, and I'm not mad at it. I was just, I was just harassed. I was confused. Now, how was Steve during all of this? Like, he, he's holiday. getting laughing and holding closely to me now because yeah, he saw me get pulled and he hold on he held on to me and started walking faster with me because with steve it's it's a different animal um yeah. i'm not even gonna dive deeper into that what i was just gonna yeah, well steve also has a cauliflower ear right yeah. and, and and he made a joke about how that, that's like a natural defense system that people see that and generally the average person will be like oh i should not fight this every, person. Every or like person, try to fuck with this person every person knows that the last person you want to mess with is somebody like with cauliflower. cauliflower yeah yeah so so i think that that stopped people from touching him in general yeah out of i, I don't know if it's just like just in case this man is super self-defensive i mean but me my ears just fine uh, right so people Again, walking through this crowd of people, that one guy that pulled me, a bunch of guys caressing my arms, one guy touched my chest, and I was like, you didn't have to do that. You know what's going to happen when you start going to the to gym, my nigga. All of this, to, this is a long walk to the bathroom, Jesus. through a crowd of people dancing. And like, you know, whatever, have your fun. I get to the line, we get cat, now it's a unisex bathroom, which is cool, right? It's one bathroom. And Ugh. the guy who is in charge of the bathroom line, the security guy, is like, are you guys using stalls or urinals? I said a stall, thinking that's just going to be like another two minutes. I, another ten minutes go by, and I'm like, all right, I'll just take whatever. Niggas are sucking dick in the stalls. When I realized how much time had passed, and Steve had already used the bathroom and left and everything, because he just said, fuck it for the urinal. I was like, all right, bro, I'm going to just use it in a row. Let me yeah. just let me in. What and he goes, what, what, he sh- the security guard shrugged his shoulders at me and went, yeah, you should have said that originally. And I'm like, I didn't expect it to be this long. And then the urinal was Pause. also very gay. Yeah. How is the urinal gay? Wait a <laughs> second. <laughs> this, this is a part of it. How is the urinal gay? Yeah, I know how we talked about how urinals having dividers and things. Oh, no. There was no divider. It's a glass divider. And no, it was a, a little closet room with five urinals. And I can't use the word next to each other because that's an understatement. They are closer than what I am to you right now, Kenny. Ew. So when there's five dudes peeing. I'm the biggest one there. We are all practically shoulder to shoulder. Now, it gets a very thin urinal because it's not like outward and out. It's very thin to the wall. Fucking piss splashing on niggas' legs and shit, bro. To be fair, that was a design choice. Yes, yes, that was definitely yes on purpose. You know, like you that's know, why I called it a gay in urinal. In a conventional, in a conventional, uh, in a conventional, uh, what do you call it? Um, bathroom. Bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How do you say a bathroom? Um, the idea, well, at least some of the times, because we have talked before about how the bathroom setups in most places are terrible, but it's to Nazi meat. Yeah. You're at a gay venue. Yeah. You know what they... Scouting, nigga. (laughs) That's what the urinal is. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga's looking over. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. My my head was straight up. And like, again, again, eyes are on me. I am a, I am a standout-ish person. Alright. Don't tell me you a standoutish nigga in the bathroom. <laughs> I need to I need to know that about my friend. Right, bro. Like, I, I, just meant, but nah, I, bro, like, I need to know that know, about you, Doug. I take up space. 
Yo, and bro, I'm, I don't oh, need man, to know about this. Making me very uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean my piece. You're I meant me as a person. I'm on the same couch as you, dog. I'm about to move. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was funny. In my head, I was like, wow, this is a really gay year. No? And that's why I was like really <laughs> ready to talk about this. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, this harkens back to when we did the urinal talk that one time. Um, so that was a cold bathroom, though, after that moment. And then I thought, yeah, again, I can see why women don't feel safe around men. Because just be walling. Men just be walling. I'm upset that you had to go through it in order to know. Well, no. I always <laughs> knew, but I didn't know like, what it felt like on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know? Pause. Like, I did it. <laughs> Yo, bro. This is... <laughs> I didn't the episode from... name is Pause, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. like, I, again, like, I always knew, because it's obvious. Mm-hmm. The internet exists. People be walling on there. Right? And you see people say shit crazy. Catcalling crazy in public all the time. Yeah. yeah. But, like, to be on the other end of the foot is a little different, you know? Other end of the foot other is also pause. Is crazy, yeah. <laughs> you got, yo, bro. This is crazy. Just just nuke the episode. Right, bro. We went to another gay bar afterwards. Oh, my God. There's more? There was a third, yeah. Oh, my God. There, Steve and I actually chilled for, like, a bit and talked to the bartender. Because now this bartender, and it is the only bartender without a shirt on, while the other bartenders are wearing clothes. So, I, Steve oh, yeah, and I. chose to talk to the shirtless nigga? He's the one who gave us our drink. Okay. So genuinely, we were like, "I we have a fair question. I hope it doesn't offend you in any way, shape, or form." But uh, did you choose to be shirtless, or did like they tell you to be shirtless? Like, what wh- wh- came first? Shirtlessness when, is definitely encouraged. When you said uh, when you first uttered the words, "Did you choose?" My brain works very fast. Oh my god! I thought you were gonna ask me if he chose to be gay. <laughs> I knew, I knew, it. I knew. It. Oh it was about his, his shirtlessness in question because you don't go to regular bars. And bartenders, male or female, be shirtless. Just looked at him. Be a man. <laughs> Why is your shirt off? No, no. I, it was I a genuine know. question. Because I'm like, this is not the third gay bar we go to. But you know, and shirtless bartenders is like a theme. I don't want it. somebody shirtless over my drinks. But and anything. Like, right. It doesn't have to be like... It was anything. hot as hell in there, too. Yeah. So, bro, don't know fucking a, drip your sweat. I didn't yeah. order a fucking buttery nipple, nigga. I said <laughs> Long Island. And pause for Long Island, too. <laughs> Oh, he was God. cool. He literally pointed at them and goes, "No, nah, they're just bitches. They don't want to take the shirts off." Pose on Jack and Coke. <laughs> they're just bitches. It's crazy. Yeah, he's like, "It's hot." I didn't feel like wearing a shirt. And then he said something crazy, right? Then he thought to take it a little step further and goes, "If it was really up to me, and if I could, because all they tell us is to cover our dicks and assholes." But uh, come on, man. if I could, I'd just be naked. Bro, nobody nobody asked you all that. Families here, man. <laughs> yeah, and then Steve and I look at each other, clangs our cups. Take a sip uh, and go cheers. And then he goes, cheers, what, gentlemen. What have a good drinking? night. Uh, I got a tequila orange juice. Steve got a tequila pineapple. I. That's where you guys messed up. This is why no men approach me. <laughs> I order the manliest drinks when I go to these spots so they know I'm not fucking around. <laughs> hey, give me an old-fashioned. <laughs> uh, coming from a man who, hate, who despises old-fashioned. No, here's the crazy thing. No. I actually... So they showed me a drink menu. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this one... This one right here sounds amazing. Yeah. I get it. It's in a fucking martini glass. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm like... Whoa. There's no way. Hey, send this shit back, please. Thank yeah. you. I'm <laughs> like, all right, now, how do, I, how do I look tough with a martini glass? So, I'm like, I'm flexing a little bit. <laughs> Just it's fucking ridiculous, my nigga. I'm fucking... <laughs> the male ego is so fragile. Yeah. Bro, I was <laughs> like, having the martini glass from the top like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nah... <laughs> Yeah. Because you know what? I, I don't want to be that guy either. Don't approach me because I'm not a part of the good time you're trying to have. Have a good time everywhere else. I'm just here because my friends are here. 
and you know approaching me that you know I don't want to throw off what you got going on. Maybe you've you know you were in the zone, you were locked in, and now you know. That's how I feel in every situation. Don't approach me. Leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> I, I Everybody should leave like me that, alone. But I also accept anybody who approaches me. And that's the problem. That's your issue, bro. That's, <laughs> that's why the these niggas are. You don't go to three gay bars and accept everything that comes your way, bro. Because you know what? Accepting everything that comes your way in a gay bar is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no sexual advances. It's just, yo, you want to speak to me? That's cool. We could, we could talk. We'd be cool with each other. We could have fun around not, each other. They're not trying to talk it out. Bro. Yeah, I noticed. I They're promise I noticed. They're they trying, t- they trying to talk you through it, you nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. They're trying to talk you through it. You're a madman, Kenny. Well? You're a fucking madman. It was, it was interesting. I'm not the one that said gay bars, bro. Yeah, yeah, no. Kenny, you ever been to um, Harlem Hookah? Harlem Hookah on one third. It's on like one twenty something, right? It's Probably. on. It's on Lennox. Yeah, I've walked past it mad times, but the fact that it's called Harlem Hookah has made me not want to go in it. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So I'm a. You know, hopefully, you know, she doesn't listen. But if she does, you know. Our first, uh, <laughs> our first night out is documented. Okay. So I go with, and I'm not even gonna go into detail for the for for the full night because that's od. But I just want to bring up this little funny part. Mm-hmm. Uh, out for the first time, you know, getting to know each other. Yeah. And instead of menus, they give you iPads. Oh. But a lot of these iPads are kind of broken. Of course. And worn out. Pause. The one they gave me didn't work, so we're just on one iPad fucking scrolling. Mm-hmm. Very intimate. Like yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm talking to our server, and she's like, uh, I, I like, you know, t- ring her off the ring off the order. Like, hey, we want this hookah, we want these drinks, and an order of fries. Mm-hmm. She was like, can you just point it out on the menu for me? Because it's my first day here, and they got me working all night by myself. And it's a pretty pack. It's oh a Friday night fucking pack God. to the gills. But we ordered, like, our hookah didn't get to the table until, like, maybe, like, 20, 30 minutes passed. Then the fries came, and we still didn't get our drinks. So I called the, the, the server over. I'm like, hey, you know, we got everything else, but we didn't get our drinks. And, like, you know, we're, we can't eat french fries. Yeah. And fucking, yeah. you know, we were thirsty as fuck. But the server goes, you know what? Fuck this job. What? She was like, you guys seem really cool and cute. I'm going to make sure y'all get y'all drinks. But after that, just know I'm leaving. <laughs> and what? she quit on the spot at the at the uh, at Harlem Hookah. And um, yeah, and the hookah, not great. I had to like do some things See, to make it smokable, right. but hmm. not great. See, that's another thing, bro. I'm, I'm just not going to a hookah spot ran by niggas, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like I've had to set up enough hookahs myself yeah. to know that hookah just not our thing, bro. <laughs> it's not for us. So, bro, I'm I'm sitting there, and because like it's like the first date, mm-hmm. I didn't want to seem like a bitch, so I'm just I was in so much pain the entire time. Oh, so I'm fucking I'm like trying to unscrew things. I'm like, uh, and I finally figured it out to make it smokable. But it was really bad. It was rough. Really rough. Yeah, it was really rough. The girl quit. Then, like, when I tried to get the check, it was so much. Everybody was all over the place because they didn't know what to do. And I'm just there. And I'm like, and then they were like, what did you order? And I'm sitting there. I'm like, yo, I should just tell you I was with somebody else and I even ordered nothing. (laughs) Like, they got, I was so tight because of, like, the fucking runaround. I definitely would have been like, I just had, like, a water and some fries. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
But um, yeah, so that was. But your breath smelled like blue mist. I had yeah. a water as a breath. While I'm smoking, <laughs> this isn't even mine. This was. I took this. Yeah. What are you talking about? Um, I, really, I really think it's hilarious to go to a hookah spot and then set up your own hookah. Basically, that's, that's yeah. comedy. And then they asked me for a refill. I was like, yo, even if like this, like even if the server didn't quit, mm-hmm. the hookah was just so rough. There was no way I was doing a refill. Yeah, but no. um. It was crazy, like that. Like I guess there's something about me in first dates where like the most random shit happens, like a server quitting in the middle of her fucking shift. I would have high five there. I would have been like, "You go, girl." I. But she was like, she obviously she wasn't born here. I don't know where she was from. She could have been like Haitian or born in an African country or something like that. Like she was like, "Yeah, this is my first day. Um, I don't know what's going on." <laughs> I, like it was so it was so awkward. I was. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, you know, another one in the books of very awkward Manny dates. I live vicariously through your terrible dates. <laughs> because For real. Uh, most dates I've been on, that's a, like, uh, it's going to sound like I'm, like, bragging. They've gone fine. Like, most of the shits that I've, like, before I got with my girl. They've, yeah. They went fine. So I was, I never really had, like, a wacky first date still, except for, like, one time yeah. where me and Edwin were on a double date, and it was the worst shit in my yes, life. Yes, I remember. But that's remember. still, like, better than a lot of shit that some people be telling me. You know what? <laughs> I think we should go into that Edwin double date story. But before you do, mm-hmm. I just want to... I, I don't think that I make these dates awkward or bad. Shit just be happening. Yeah, bro. Like I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's you. I'm just yeah. saying like shit just happens to niggas. Yeah. That in these settings, I've personally never had to deal with to a point where I'm like, I there's points in my life where I was like, I I want to have like a bad date experience so I can have a story, nigga. Like, and that's the thing. I only have just weird, curvy enthusiasm, Larry David first dates every time. Thanks. Where just the most random shit is happening, mm-hmm. and then it's like to no fault of my own, but I just gotta sit there and just fucking roll with the punches and mm-hmm. be like, uh, you know, what are we gonna do? It is what it is. So uh, yeah, I'm on an absolute tear. Uh, <laughs> so you know, hopefully this one works out, and that was the last weird first date experience. And I really, I can eventually tell the full story of how even. More awkward it got, oh, and then if God. it doesn't work out, I'll go ahead and tell. It, it's gonna be told either yeah, way. Yeah, okay. it's not right. I, now. I wish, man. Not sabotaging. You actually made some of those stories awkward. Yeah, you know, like Bobby from the I forgot the name of a podcast. Yeah, yeah, the okay. really good podcast or yeah, whatever. Okay. Okay. Bobby something. Yeah, yeah, her. Because you know how she does that persona, that persona that's very awkward on the podcast, and she does it on purpose. I know. I it's think a that's for, funny. It's a forced awkwardness. My life is real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think you should do the forced awkwardness on your next first date. Bro, because so many random shit happened on your first dates, but then you can't watch that up. be the one date where that nothing happens, yeah, everything <laughs> goes perfectly, and I fucked up. <laughs> I, I really want you to be the one to make it awkward on purpose. Bro. Think about the laugh you're gonna have after. No, no I don't want you because it's he has be... a different mission than you, John. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to settle down. I'm tired of being in For the, the streets. streets. It's <laughs> not listen, fun. Listen, bro. It's not. It is not at all. Um, but like that's the thing where it's like, bro, dating is so, it's so weird. It's so weird because you gotta have the right social media persona. You gotta have the right, like, and the thing is, like, I feel like I'm good enough at holding conversations where I I can tell, like, bro, if if it ever becomes like an awkward like 
low in conversation mm-hmm. i'll just bring up a random funny story because i've i have a million of them yeah. so i'll just go okay. i'll go to the classics <laughs> so um yeah it's it's very weird and you know i don't know i don't know what or who i'm looking for but you know just rolling with the punches of awkwardness i, I like to think that you'll you'll know when you find you'll it. meet a person by chance and yeah. like well in person yeah i think i think i may be trying too hard i feel like maybe i'm trying to find something and you're not letting it come naturally yeah i'm like uh, and then i'll just like back off anyway mm-hmm. so yeah you know. I think you should aim to have fun and then hope that the the natural yeah. event of you having fun leads to that person. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm start doing random shit now. Like I'm gonna just start doing. <laughs> I, like, I'm telling you, I, I be seen awkward a, on purpose. I see. I seen a uh, a tattoo class. Like it's like a sipping tattoo. That sounds terrible. That's <laughs> no, but, no, you, you no, don't tattoo bodies. You tattoo like fake skin. Oh, kind of want to do that. Okay. So I'm gonna just be like, if this date tomorrow works out, I'm gonna be like, yo, next week. Tattoo you, you get a tattoo. Sipping tat. No, For nigga. That's the opposite of what I thought. I thought niggas was going to be getting drunk and then tattooing yeah. people. On the third, on the third day, we, we tattoo each other's initials. Like, <laughs> all right, we're locked in. You accidentally <laughs> write the name of the drink you got. <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> Yo, sipping tat. So, yeah, that's like, I'm going to just start doing activities. I'm tired of going to dinners. Yeah, I don't, I'm surprised that you. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been tired of going to dinners for a while. Well, I, like, and then like restaurants, they're trying too hard. Mm-hmm. I, there's this one spot outside of the venue where I went to the Action Bronson concert with Chris and Levante. Mm-hmm. The best chicken. I didn't tacos. know that this happened. Huh? I didn't know that this happened. This happened like three months ago or two months ago. This was know. a while ago. I didn't know that this happened. It was in the chat. The invite was in the chat, and then that's how it happened that uh-huh. we were going. Okay. This happened, yeah. Oh, yeah, never mind. I I remember seeing the video. All right. Yeah, so before there, I got there earlier than everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I went to the spot to get some margaritas and tacos. Best chicken tacos I've had from, like, a bunch of spots. Like, it's up there. And then their margaritas are fresh. They're not using that syrup bullshit Mm -hmm. of, like, pre-made mix. Yeah. Go there on Friday. I look at the menu. Mexican style hamburger on the menu. Breakfast, all day breakfast burrito on the menu. No Mexican food is on the menu anymore. They changed their menu. I'm sitting there. I'm like, what how the, the fuck, fuck are you a Mexican spot? Y'all don't got tacos. No burritos. What the fuck? The only burrito is a breakfast burrito. What the fuck is a Mexican style hamburger? What is uh, that? There was like guac on there. Man, and, if you uh, get this bullshit on my face, probably. Yeah, I and see I'm, what they're doing. I'm sitting there. I'm like, yo, y'all food was per. Yo, I went there with uh, Tiara, Meg, uh, a couple months ago, or maybe like a month ago. By the yo, way, those were not two different people. He just said. Yeah, one person. <laughs> yeah. We go there. We eat, and then, like, we eat the... We're, we're drinking the drinks. We're, like, fire. Mm-hmm. We're eating the tacos. Fire. Then we ordered some... Um, they had, like, homemade um, churros. Ah. Uh, fire. We made sounds when we were eating <laughs> the fucking churros. After I was done, after the plate was done, and they had, like, some dipping sauce. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I need a fucking cigarette after this. <laughs> yo. No, and then, like, she was like, like, oh, we got to go back again. Full fucking menu change. I'm like, this is madness. That makes me. That I would be upset. Bro, the leave. server was like, yeah, a bunch of people been telling us we gotta go back. I'm like, yo, y'all a Mexican spot. How y'all don't have 
tacos. I would definitely. How, how you have how your only burritos a breakfast burrito? Yeah, no. I don't want to eat no fucking scrambled eggs in a burrito <laughs> at 9 p.m. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to have fucking a breakfast burrito. Period. That too, because yeah. I feel fat as fuck when I eat one, but because oh of the egg. Yeah, I don't know. It's just too much. It's a terrible. Because then they put creation. potatoes in there too. Yeah, it's just too much. No. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that made me sad. This co- this spot is called Bosco's. If anybody's interested in, they can go there. It's on fucking wherever the fuck. It's on fucking Bosco's. Good Look luck, it up, nigga. Look it up, nigga. The the drinks. Still amazing, I presume, unless they just went. We don't have margaritas either. We we're just a Mexican themed restaurant with <laughs> with, with fucking burgers and, and Mexican style burgers. But that blew my that fucking ruined my day. But. Yeah, I'm just talking about dates that involve more physical action. Um, I feel like the first couple dates shouldn't have random activities it's supposed to be calm bro if you're taking a girl to like fucking rock climbing on like the yeah. second or third date yeah it implies a, a lot more heaviness you can yeah. use the activity for like an awkwardness breaker like yeah. you know like if if somebody isn't a great talker then i would suggest maybe do more activities than going to a dinner uh-huh. but um i don't know i feel like we can save the exit like bowling i guess would be a cool first date bowling would be yeah, i don't know about bowling. bowling as a first date i don't like that bowling as a first date you don't like bowling Why no no, no i like bowling no no i, I don't mean, like, like as a first date yeah it's because it's fucking it's just i don't know i like i like seeing the competitiveness yeah i was just about of, to get to okay. of a girl i was just about to say that i feel like bowling is a good I, arcade places bowling any like a game activity type of thing it forces um, competitiveness to come out of one of you, yeah. or either you show how playful of a person they are. But right? I also played down to the competition. I, I oh, you better than think me. about it. I oh, worked at a bowling alley for four years. If I wanted to bust some ass, <laughs> I could <laughs> bust some ass. Yeah. But that's, but, what, yeah, that's yeah. what I said in general, all places. Yeah, I like never win places. two games in a row. I I say I I take a game off in the middle, and then at the end. 300 bowling. <laughs> I warmed up. I don't know. What yeah. can I say? Like, oh, shit. It's just falling for me today. I don't know. I never let a girl win a damn thing in my entire life. Yo, nigga. We <laughs> should, there should be a fucking paint and shoot. And not guns, what? but basketball courts. I thought like, you meant guns, Like, too. small, like, where it could be, like, one-on-one or 2v2 courts. So, so, that would be fine. You mean, like, a sip and shoot? Yeah. Yeah. You said paint and shoot. Oh. That's why I was confused. Paint and shoot <laughs> would be cool, too. Like, you have, like balloons filled with paint and then you gotta shoot it with BB guns that'd be pretty cool or darts not darts darts are dangerous Never mind. <laughs> I mean that works but BBs but are fucking dangerous too yeah yeah, yeah but they're less, less just like, as dangerous as darts drunk Bob is less likely to accidentally like shoot someone you. Dick Cheney <laughs> shot someone in the face sober yeah <laughs> so yeah uh, like uh, uh, you play a girl one on one and then you're hitting it with fucking move boop boop just fucking take her fucking ankles <laughs> the way Iman did to Tiana that one time. Exactly. That's you terrible. know what? I, I, oh man, we need funders. We need some funders. <laughs> a pain and shoot in the city. I mean, sip and shoot. Uh-huh. Sorry. Oh my God. And then like, so a group of guys bring their friends and then now they're too drunk and too into the game and now they're fighting. Oh, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, but I think those kind of like second grade ideal of this sorry second grade okay. idea of this pod the first one being the cups with the lids 
Oh. <laughs> and then now the sip and shoot. I'm here. I feel like those kinds of dates, uh, they eliminate the aspect of keeping people on their phones. Because now a person has to go out their way to want to be on their phone. Yeah. Because they're, they're forced to interact physically, right? So they can't really be on their phones because they have to do whatever they have to do. Bowling, you need your hands. What do you, got, what do you guys do on your... On, do you guys make conscious efforts of not being on your phone during dates? On a yeah. first date? Yeah, yes. dates in general. Or like, yeah, dates in general. On a, uh, Dates in general, uh, my phone will be probably on the table face down so that you can see like they can see that i'm looking them in the eye yeah Yeah. but also my nigga if my phone vibrates i'm gonna check it turn it back over and continue the conversation i feel like that's a good way to like that's it's a good way to like fake involve like engagement really Mm -hmm. because even if my shit like vibrates and it's like the, the group chat i flip it back over She's going to take that as, oh, whatever's on his phone ain't as important as this date to him right now. Uh, I take it a step further. Okay. I, I, all right, so I start off phone in the pocket the mm-hmm. entire time. I'm never checking the phone for anything. Okay. But then if she brings the phone out and then checks it like two times, then that's when Manny Dizla's, now it's on the table. <laughs> okay. Then turn on the chat notifications and i'm like i can play this game too oh <laughs> i got the notifications just like you that is some sick shit but then am i manipulative that that was manipulation. Not, no no but then we both we both just shared manipulation tactics a little bit well but. you know what shouldn't have been on your damn phone <laughs> <laughs> no but then I, i'll take the phone and then just put it back in my phone. i'm not a big um phone guy on dates because i'm like we're on the phone too much anyway. Let's, yeah. let's, you know, take these two, three hours. Let's lock in, you know, figure things out. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, I'll try not to be, on, like, actively on my shit. But if, uh, I'll look. Yeah. Occasionally. I'll, I'll, I'll give a couple of peeks. Yeah. Like, um, but then, like, I'm like, I don't even want to, like, who, am I going to be talking to, like, another girl while I'm on this date? Yes. No, I'm going to just check my FanDuel real quick. Yes. Make sure, make sure my shit's is busting, but. Nah, the most I'll do that is night the phone call. Awesome. The most I'll do is accept the phone call. If they go to the bathroom, then I'll like actually check my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, because yeah. or sometimes I would sit there and not check my phone because in my head I'm like I just have to drill it into my head not to look at my phone for the rest of this time. Yeah, so you that know, I can if, be like a person. If we had stalkers, they could win us over by just listening to this pod. Yeah. They could yeah, just tune in and be like, oh wow, this is how we get these guys. Not yeah. me. Not you, obviously, <laughs> John. I, I'm very positive that there's a stalker out there somewhere plotting. I hope not. It, I, I hope, hope so. Not. That's, give us another episode to talk about. You know, since we're here, I don't think I talked about this on the last one. Uh, on Hinge, I was talking to this girl, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, what do you do? So, you know, I, I give her the, the face value of what I do, where I'm like, oh, you know, I, I'm a creator. I also... Uh, I'm trying to get into marketing, blah, blah, blah. And I also, you know, run a couple different podcasts. Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, I want to listen. Oh. And I tell her, this was after the last episode came out. Okay. So I tell her, I'm like, listen, it's kind of a comedy podcast, but it's not really. It's just a couple guys telling stories, you know, living life. Yeah. 
you either get it or you don't. <laughs> you said this to her? I told her. I was like, you're either going to get it or you're not. And it's funny enough, he said that in the last part too, but not about yeah. to someone. You just said you either get it or you don't. Okay? Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm telling you, like, there's been plenty of girls that have tuned in and then they were like, so like, what you guys just like? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just shooting the shit on so, mic. Oh, yes. no, this wasn't even the last one. It was the last one where we read a script. Ah. Um. So she was like, yeah, I don't get it. I was like, I'm so glad you don't. Because if she would, she said she stopped listening like 15 minutes in. Okay. I was like, had you continued that episode? It just gets, it just falls off the rails. We start off the rails already. Yeah. It just gets more and more off the and rails. And I sat there, I'm like, thank you. Because I, w- I didn't want to have to explain anything else yes, after that. Yes, exactly. We were just reading the script as jokes. And, you know, it's fine. Yeah. But, you know, this is, um, it's something. It ter- n- tell Explain it to girls. That you have that a pod- podcast or you are on a podcast. It's 1,000% the worst thing that you could yeah. do now as yeah. a dude. Well, because that's why I, I lead them off with the... I have a pod, and then like as a joke, right after I'll be like, but not in a, not in a, uh, what's that shit called? Misogynistic. Yeah, not in a misogynist, mis- misogynistic red pill type of way. Mm-hmm. More in a silly goose type of way. Okay, so you say silly goose. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I one hundred percent say silly goose all the time, because I didn't know you. This is your game to the bitches too, bro. I'm sorry. I mean, women. <laughs> Listen, uh. On the last description, we I almost used Mad Silly Goose a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? Chat GPT, figure out the description for this episode. Okay. And it did. Because, yeah, no. I'm not, you know. Yeah. But we are silly geese, though. <laughs> a bunch, yeah, a a bunch geese, of silly geese. A bunch of geese being silly. Uh-huh. Like, you know, John going to three gay clubs in one night. Broke at that. Being being shocked at the amount of times he got hit on. Like, why is everybody hitting on <laughs> yeah, me? Right? I don't know, nigga. Why is yeah, why are you getting smiling. why is you getting why are you getting wet in the rain, nigga? I don't know. <laughs> you tell that, me. That also happened that, last night. That was his the gay guy with the fishnets <laughs> asking the same question. Oh, oh funny enough, God. we did separate from Sharona and that and and that cousin. Um. I was on a two. So I was getting text. But we separated from them and we ended up trying to go to Mean Fiddlers, but they had a private event and they didn't let us in. Oh, fuck, I hate Mean Fiddlers. I know, I didn't want to go there either, but Steve. Steve loves Mean Fiddlers. And I'm like. And Steve also wanted to separate from the <laughs> from yeah. the consistency of gay clubs. <laughs> I, I, I 100% understand that. But it's like, yo, Steve's nights out always consist of Turtle Bay vibes of going out. And I'm like. I left that part of my life behind me. Forcibly. All right? I can't, I can't, bro, I can't drink seven pineapple, tequila pineapples in one hour, bro. It's crazy because I feel like if we never, if we didn't have to stop going to Turtle Bay, we would have continued on that road and we would have been so fucked up now. I'd be Manny Zell. I'd be fucked up from all, I would, we would be, Potting about our crazy night last night at Turtle yeah, Bay. Yeah, actually. Right now. Like our whole trajectory of life, like as a group, changed when they when that nigga stabbed that nigga, bro. <laughs> like he thinks his life changed not as much as ours. Like, yeah, you just got stabbed. You got yeah, a bro. shit in a pouch. 
you're, you're, fu- be all right. you're fine, bro. You're tough, right? Nothing happened to that nigga, bro. It's tough. Bro, you know how pussy you gotta be to get stabbed and shut a spot down? <laughs> See, <laughs> first of all, yo, bro, the fucking story that they told about the incident was fucking ridiculous. He he got unjustly stabbed. Yeah. Um yeah. I was also on my way to Turtle Bay that night. When the nigga yeah, my coworkers up. were next to when this all happened. Oh my god! And uh, at my coworkers at the time, yeah. and I was on my way because we were like, "Bro, my fucking job." That was when I was selling fucking Verizon business to business. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck that job and all those people. Mostly now, there's a couple cool people uh, there. Shout out Dwayne. That's my guy. Okay. Don't have any contact with him ever since I quit. And it was a when I quit that job. That's when we. Went to Mexico, and it was like me, Chris, Steve, John. Oh, okay. Like I literally just you didn't you. come in. I remember. Yeah, I remember that. They yeah. said, "Yo, are you coming in?" And you was like, "I'm in Mexico or some shit like that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, that that was because I I needed like I think I needed like five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I needed it was an exact number too. It was like I needed six hundred and like twenty five dollars to go on this trip. Yeah. I was going business to business, working my ass off, because if you don't sell Verizon to a business, you don't get paid. Mm. Bro, I went into this hardware store. I'll never forget this shit. Went into this hardware store, offered them Verizon. They were like, nah, turn me away. Walk out at the front fucking door, $625 exactly on the floor. Wow. Picked that shit. I dropped my folder on the floor. On top of the money. Picked it up with the folder. Picked it up yeah. with the folder. Yeah. And from that moment, I knew I wasn't working at that job no longer. Like, fuck that place. I was like, I'll figure this shit out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's how I ended up getting the money for that trip. It's beautiful. Fucking. But, um, yeah. So, when Turtle Bay closed, I was on my way. Literally driving by Bruckner. Um, 15 minutes away. They were like, yo, man, you just turn around. Somebody got stabbed. They closing. <laughs> they closing for the night. It's like, what, yo, what happened? They were like, this dude was with his girl. They were dancing, mm-hmm. and a guy approached them and tried dancing with the girl. The guy told him that that's his girl, and the girl was like, I don't want to dance with you. I'm with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And the dude with the knife went, Oh, bet, and <laughs> caught him with that shit. Yo, bro. And you know what? Turtle Bay is crazy because every time I've went in that place, I got patted down. Yeah, these pat downs that, don't mean shit. Yeah, this nigga got through with the knife. Kenny, think about when we worked security for those couple weeks. Uh, think about how many people were singing along to the new song that came out that summer. Uh, bitch, I got my own fire. Yeah. Only security in the club. Yeah. And it made me wonder a couple times when they were singing. I'm like, yo, y'all singing it like you mean it. And I checked y'all. Bro, yo, my nigga, I was in the back by the speaker. Nigga, by the speaker and the food. Wearing security shirts. This nigga is like, yo, this nigga and his whole whole group. There's like 20 of them. And on the fucking song, they say something about, they yell out the fucking ape call. (laughs) And 30 niggas <laughs> in different pockets all yelled this shit. And I'm like, 
<laughs> Yo, bro. Yo. How am I security for this? Yo, listen. <laughs> what am I going to secure here? I realized I was a terrible security guard when these two girls were about to fight and I was just watching them. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching. I'm like, oh, this shit crazy. And then this girl's like, oh, aren't you supposed to be doing something? I'm like, you're right. Oh, (laughs) yeah. That's my job. Oh, shit. Nah, nigga. Oh, my God. Remember we were working with the biggest blood of all time. Oh, yeah. That big brolic dude. Yeah. He was not fucking around. He was in security. He was like, yo, y'all just chill. I'm going to handle this shit. That nigga. Literally picked up the girl and bought her up a whole flight of stairs. I was like, Jesus. I'm like, yo, thank God you're here. (laughs) (laughs) She was mad unsafe. Nigga, yo. I remember I was telling somebody, yeah, I just got done working security. Because it was like, what, four in the morning? I don't know why the fuck they were up at the time. I don't know why I was up, nigga, because niggas was working. Yeah. I was like, yeah, just got done. Just got paid a little little nice little piece of money for this. It was like, all right. I'm glad you got it out of there safe. I'm like, <laughs> well, what did you know about this event that I didn't? Because yeah. I felt like I was fine there. But and I thought about it. And I was like, hmm. We were was a couple of times. It was a little close there. We were like third half. Yeah. Like we were. In, but, and I worked at security a bunch of times that summer for mm-hmm. whatever. And this is the summer I was doing keto and all that shit. Yeah. I'm mad frail. Like, I'm mad skinny. <laughs> Low energy. But, yo. like, people, yo, I remember the first time I worked security with that dude. Um, bro, we're, I'm at the door. And then mm-hmm. this girl goes, yo, you too cute to be security. That's how I know you're not really a security guard. And I'm looking, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm security. I fucking <laughs> put, my, put my arms up. I'm like, yo. She was like, nah, you a piece of me. I'm like, oh. Bro, yo, at the end of that night, everybody was like so drunk, bro. I was being felt up by a bunch of women. I'm like, yo, is somebody, somebody going to do something about this? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you're security. Do yeah, something about this. I'm like, yo, why y'all touching me like this? <laughs> I'm like, yo, they were grabbing my face. They were like, yo, you so cute. You, so, I'm like, they were like, oh, you a little light skin. I'm like, uh, yo, please. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> got bashful. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like ladies, please. You did not secure anything, but not they secured at all. you. Not at all, bro. There was like that party was great. There was like strippers there, and then I was I ended up being cool with the strippers, and we were like talking, like have, you know, normal conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, they're regular people just like us. Of course. Um, I, I ended up talking to like a bunch of people, just having communi- like conversations with people. They were like, "Oh, so how'd you get into security?" I was like, "You know, you know, I killed a couple people, and now <laughs> you know, I'm out." <laughs> so. Um, yeah, no, nah, security was a very random part of my, it's no, my life. It's nothing like being security at an event and somebody saying, y'all security? Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the most condescending way. Yeah. I'm like, all right, bro. I mean, I know I'm... I, niggas was skinny at the time. I still would have tried to suplex a nigga if he got out of line. Yeah, my, I don't my, know if I would have been successful. My trick, to, my trick to look bigger, I would always wear a hoodie under my security shirt. Just to add a couple LBs. Because your boy was walking around 180, 185. Yo, bro, the funniest... I ain't stopping nobody. The funniest shit in the world was... The nigga that ran the events was like... Nah, bro, I really fuck with y'all. Y'all held it down. Y'all did yeah. the job. Y'all really made sure the niggas was... I was like... Word? Yeah. <laughs> you really... Th- you think so? Enough to call us back, bro? Are you bro, serious? He kept going. I, bro, I did security like eight times. And I was getting paid very well. That nigga was, he was definitely generous with the pay. Yep. Definitely so, generous with the pay. Shout out to you. He, he he uplifted us as we were doing it, yeah. too. I was like, oh, wow. 
He made you feel secure yeah. about securing everybody else. Exactly. He was very, very motivational <laughs> when he came to Because yeah. the last shit that we did, uh, it was somewhat of a disappointment for him. He was like, you know, I ain't get enough people to come out, but you know what? It's cool. I'm going to take this L, go home, smoke some weed, fuck my bitch, yeah. and count some money. I was like, damn, nigga. I hate words. Yeah, that's, about. that's what life is all about, bro. The man said he's going to uplift himself once he gets home at the L. Yeah, you know what? Same. What the fuck? Bro, if I do a thing and it came out terrible, me personally, especially at that time, my whole demeanor would have been fucked up for like a month, nigga. Like, niggas would have never, I would have just been frowned up, yeah. scrunched up he face. He another party the very next week. Mm-hmm. He was right back at it. Yo, he was like, one of these shits is gonna pop. This nigga said, yo, I'm gonna let y'all know if I need y'all again, bro. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm gonna hit y'all. Never heard from this nigga again. Yeah. But, you know. I also didn't want to do that shit anymore because it was like, I was after it was after work, you know, like a Friday or some shit like that, or on a Saturday too. And for I'm like, like six fucking hours, yeah, standing, just on my feet, standing, nigga, nah. walking around the spot, looking, trying to look menacing, looking people in the face, bro. So y'all smoking over here? You niggas smoking? Hey, yo, my man, no hats. <laughs> yo, bro, no, <laughs> no smoking, bro. Being on, telling niggas to stop smoking patrol. Because the owner of the building was like, no smoking inside. Yeah, only hookah. That shit was annoying as fuck. Because I walk up to niggas that, be like, yo, bro, I know niggas is having a good time. Just smoke outside. Smoke your <laughs> weed outside, bro. And at one point, I said, and you know how people would be like, oh, you're not saying it to them. Yeah. I just came from over there, bro. What are you talking about? You could go over there yourself and ask them if I told them to stop smoking. They just started again, bro. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to do. Exactly. I'm going to have to go back over there and talk to them niggas again now. But, Man, thanks for pointing it out. You a snitch now. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's when I was sending the blood. I'd be like, yo, they smoking in there. <laughs> nah. Yo, yo you, they were fucking... You, bro, you had you were, you were thought that I was the head of security at the back of that fucking party. The way the niggas was like... Coming to me like, yeah, tell them to stop smoking. Yeah, yeah go over there, tell them to smoke. I'm like, nigga, I'm. This is not the, the. It don't say head of security, yeah. security leader. I don't got a jacket, no whistle, nothing, nigga. I got t-shirt and these J's, yeah. <laughs> nigga. What do you want me to do? Well, they were giving me drinks too. Like these girls would come outside, hand mm. me some drinks. They were like, that's Ooh. nice. They were like, we wish you were inside instead of you know. I'm like, what am on. I? What am I security? Come on. Stop it. Come on. Stop it. No. Oh, I'm shucks. I'm securing myself. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You're fucking doofus. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. That was a good, good summer. It was a, a, it was pretty decent summer. That was, like, like towards the end of all the COVID shit, I think. Yeah, what, 2021? 2021, 20, yeah, it was, like, yeah, it summer 2021. Yeah. We, it was a lot of random stuff happening, but I feel like that's a, a common theme. There's a bunch of random shit happening. Um, especially, like, people that know me, like, imagining me working security, fucking gold. Hilarious. Because I'm not doing shit. Bro. I'm the most passive person around. <laughs> like, damn, damn word. That's, y'all just going... <laughs> Walk down there. Guys, exactly. come on. <laughs> Yo, we really doing this? You hear like, one of you, those? You for real? And that's it. Exactly. Like, 
the Montgomery, Alabama thing, mm-hmm. if I was that security guard, I would have just looked at the white people and went, yo, y'all got to move. And if they would have done all that shit, I would have been like, all right, fuck y'all, and just <laughs> left. I'm not, I'm not squaring up with nobody. Yo, Bro, they squared up with up. him, nigga. He ain't squared up with them. They, they no, ran no, down saying, on him. I'm saying, like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't never, never let it get, yo, y'all for real, y'all trying to square with me? I don't even give a fuck. All right, y'all parked there, whatever. <laughs> like, like, yo, I can't like, do nothing. I can't get. Like I'm not letting it get to the point where like now we all about to fight because I'm like yo, Thank I don't you. give a fuck. Y'all figure it out. Then. I don't care about this job this much. Exactly. Yo, I'm not get. I'm not. I'm not getting. getting pay- I'm not getting paid enough to get jumped. I'm not getting <laughs> jumped by nobody in any job <laughs> unless I get that job tomorrow <laughs> that I'm interviewing for. I'm not getting jumped by nobody. Fuck that. Because you know he, he ain't making getting jumped amount of money. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. He making fucking whatever he's making. But, yo, shout out to that one dude who swam. That he nigga. jumped in the water from the boat and swam across the fucking thing at least like 50 yards. They called that nigga Ludafish, bro. Yo, when <laughs> I seen them call him Michael B. Phelps. Yo. <laughs> Bro, they had all types of names for this nigga, bro. Yeah, it was Aquaman. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely the best one. That was definitely the best one. But hold on. I got to find these fucking nicknames for this dude who jumped in the fucking water. It's not enough that he jumped in the water to swim across to help that man. He jumped, he jumped in the water? across and washed niggas, No, bro. but before that, swam that far. Mm-hmm. Then pulled his body up. He didn't use any stairs or nothing. He yeah, pulled no, pulled his body up, up, up onto the dock. Gathered himself for a couple <laughs> seconds and then began to fucking hook off and just absolutely. Well, he landed hits. You ever seen a fucking. Like a. A Street Fighter 20 hit combo. <laughs> That's what that nigga did to that nigga. Both. But you know, there's always one person that got to take it too far. And it was the dude with the chair. The nigga with the chair <laughs> swinging like he was prime Mick Foley. <laughs> nigga. Yo, I, I knew that he was going to get arrested when, number one, he, he was swinging on people with the chair around mm-hmm. in front of the cops. Yeah. And then when that lady who was on the ground, not doing nothing to nobody because she already got her ass whooped, when he fucking <laughs> let her have it. Nigga. Yo. Bro. The the velocity in which he swung downward on her head, followed by her crunching up while already on the floor. I was like, yeah, nah, that bitch definitely like. <laughs> he took it too far. He, he did I was not like, read, all right, all right, okay, okay. He did not read the room, and he fucking smoked it with that He chair. might not be able to fight for real, bro. <laughs> he grabbed the weapon. Bro, Where did I, that chair even come from? They were on a dock. Was it on a boat? <laughs> he take the he take the chair off the boat to hit niggas with, cause that's crazy. But I don't know. And why does a boat have white chairs like that? Just looks uh, on the boat. I, no, I think the the chairs were just like things where people were sitting. Like it wasn't like no mm-hmm. fucking. But man, oh man, when he fucking let her have it, <laughs> he swung harder than the rock swung on Mick Foley when he was handcuffed. Yeah. Actually, they, they, when it, when it got nicknamed "Fade in the Water," nah, classic. Yo, Aquaman, Shaquille O'Gills, <laughs> Michael B. Phelps. They said that shit was the Montgomery Sweet Tea Party. <laughs> yeah, they called him JJ Fish. Oh my fucking god, Captain Hook. <laughs> That's a good one. Catfish, Cuz, Tyrone. 
Oh. Then you're not instead there. of Ryan, no, instead of Ryan Lochte. And Tyrone, Tyrone Lochte. Lochte. Yeah. 21 Tilapia. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Lil Namor. That's oh good. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Lil Namor is good. Oh, the greatest one. The one that truly made me laugh for at least three minutes. Sea murder. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what I want. C as in C. Yeah. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Yeah. Yeah, no. That when was I a, seen Sea Murder. I laughed so hard. That was a great day for the internet. It was. And then it instantly got corny because a nigga started doing a lot more. Fucking what's the dude that was famous on TikTok? I mean uh, Vine? The black dude? No, that's not specific. You, you just said mad niggas. Yeah. Oh King Bach. King Bach. It was, oh, wow. it was, it was King Bach. He did a skit where he was like, when black people need help, they just got to throw their hat in the air. And then it was just like he would get into he would get into a skirmish, throw his hat in the air, and like four black people pop up. Nigga, I saw somebody... Make an edit where they put the fucking portals from yes. Endgame. Bro, when I mean, they were uh, walking down the fucking thing. That shit was, yo, bro, because I know that skip. <laughs> I know that skip. I know niggas pulling out their pants walking towards you means nothing but trouble. Yeah. Now, yeah. as niggas, <laughs> niggas know that. But as white people, they just think these dudes are approaching us. They don't know that these dudes in the front are definitely about to hook off on you. Yeah. When they're walking towards you, not walking, skip, skipping towards you, <laughs> pulling their pants up. That means I'm get preparing for battle, yeah. nigga. <laughs> That's then, here's the other: thing. they were skipping at them like they knew the guy. Yeah, they were helping a person that they did not. Know. <laughs> Bro, that's the type of fucking... But they pulled up with the energy of, you just fucked up my uncle. This is the fucking sense of community that, that black people have been missing for years. Exactly. <laughs> we, need, we don't need Harlem Hooker. We need Harlem Hooks. We need Harlem Hooks, nigga. We need Harlem Hook all. It's funny I mentioned that because I saw a comedian on TikTok talk about how... Uh, white. It was a white guy saying this, by the way. He's like, I'm white. I'm not loyal. right? But black people, they're loyal to each other. Right, and then he said, yeah. and now that applies to most cultures except for the whites. And he talked about how if a black dude gets in a fight with a bunch of other people, a random black dude is just gonna jump in and help. No Someone questions asked, no communication. Y'all figure out what happened afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, if a white person gets into a fight, he, he literally he, said, he, "I'm walking away. I don't know you." He <laughs> might be on his own. <laughs> that nigga <laughs> might deserve what's coming yeah. to him. I don't think a, a single white person has gotten into a fight, and other white people go to help no. that white person. A single. Especially in a fight with multiple other people. Yeah, I've it's never, not I've never seen a white person get ran down on by like niggas. No, the only help that they will get is like the random white person walking by, going, "Is nobody gonna stop this?" The white, the gonna, white girl saying, "Stop! Stop that! Stop hitting him!" <laughs> I have. Meanwhile, the person one hundred percent deserved it and mm-hmm. probably started it. Yeah, and I, they're I, just I, like, "Are you? Are you serious?" From my last job, I have two stories that literally show both of those examples. Oh, my God. So, the first story, it's going to be, like, as my old AGM, um, this guy came in here to the store with a white guy. He started bugging. I'm going to call that white guy a crackhead because I can't, like, maybe he wasn't a crackhead, but he was wilding like he was one. Like, he opened up all the salt shakers and just threw them all over the place, I all over the tables. definitely a crackhead. Yeah, yeah. I have to call him that. And my AGM tried being nice until he saw all the salt flying everywhere. Now, our friend Ruben was watching this live. 
<laughs> so there's no Ruben got a great kick out of this. Yeah. But Ruben went to the bathroom thinking it's whatever. There's gonna come and leave and nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. This my AGM grabs this man out the booth by his collar, drags him on the floor. They start fighting. <laughs> <laughs> They're fighting now in this small restaurant. I'm and I'm suing the fuck out of this. <laughs> where you used to work, just so you know. <laughs> I would sue the absolute. I'm not letting an employee grab me by my collar and drag me out the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. no, even if I deserved it. I didn't deserve it. And you're on the older side. This yeah. is the older man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so no. now there's another random black dude just eating by himself in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. He gets up and goes, yo, bro, you need help? <laughs> and then they now, both of them, are escorting this man while he was just resting. They are now escorting this man out of the restaurant via dragging him across the floor. Here's why. Here's why. It's because white people... If they're eating food, they are perfectly fine with a disturbance in while they're eating food. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, someone needs to take care of this. Yeah. But, you know, if the black dude's sitting there, he's like, yo, it probably, yo, I haven't even had a chance to sit down and enjoy my day. I just want to eat this shit. And here comes this fucking guy. Here <laughs> <laughs> this nigga up. go. So, you know what? Let me show him that he can't be doing this to people. Yeah. And that's the, that's the main... Cold, like raising of white people versus black people and Hispanic people. Hispanic and black people, they're not letting their kids do some fuck shit like no. that. Yeah. A white person is gonna try to, hey, stop it, s- come stop on. it, settle down. Who's stop gonna clean it. this up? And then they'll point at you and be like, can you clean this up? I'm so sorry. You know, yeah, he just kids. <laughs> yeah. A white per- a, a, a Hispanic or a black person is slapping the fire out and of then all in the restaurant. Yeah, your, and, and then now they're cleaning it up. Sit your stupid d- ass yeah, down. What the fuck you got me doing now? Talking through their teeth and shit. We're talking from trauma, yeah, people. Now. Yeah. Asian people don't go out. When's the last time you've seen Asian people out? Never. We gotta Asian stop. We gotta stop. We gotta it stop. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. On the second story... It's Again. always a white and an Asian. When they're out. Or a black dude and his Asian girlfriend. The second story is the same AGM. Just a different day, different month. Another white person coming here walling. Come in. They start, um, you know, he offered him to sit him down. The guy didn't want to sit down. Uh-huh. They just stood in the middle of our small restaurant job. And starts calling... Saying, like, making threats, like bomb threats, right? He's going to blow the place up. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. My agent was like, I, I'm going to just call the cops if you don't chill out, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, so call. Yeah, he's taking action. I'm going to call the cops if you uh, blow us up. He's about to take action in, like, the next two sentences. Right. <laughs> so he starts threatening him instead and goes, call the fucking cops. I don't care. And then, again, my AGM was black. With, not, with the operator on the line, <laughs> this man calls my AGM a... A no-no word that mm-hmm. I'm not going to say here. Good. Hard ER. probably not Hard say Hard ER. Just, just and he doesn't say it under breath. He screams it at him and tells him to call the cop. My AGM tells the dispatch, goes, hold please. And now proceeds to fight this man. Telling dispatch to hold is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to call you You called back. me. <laughs> I'm going to call you call back. Me. <laughs> Click. And beat yeah, this nigga ass. He already told dispatch about the bomb threat. Mm-hmm. So imagine hearing about the bomb threat and then being told, please hold. <laughs> <laughs> bomb this nigga yeah, right. <laughs> fucking put the beats on this and so now he fights again an old white man starts beating his ass drags him outside of the restaurant because you can't beat people's asses in front of other people while they eat and now a crowd of white people come oh my god why are you hurting him he's old leave him alone the police officers arrive one of them is black 
and the first thing that flies out this man on the floor's mouth, as he's still being pressed against the floor, he looks at that cop and goes, you fucking... <laughs> and then all the people go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the cop pulled out the baton, you're like... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he you, does have a bomb you on him. You were That is a grenade <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop is that, bro. That's the thing, bro. I miss... That's the other thing that I think what brought everybody online around that whole situation in Alabama. Sometimes I miss a good old-fashioned ass whooping. Yes, and bro. That's what it was, at. It was yes. a good old-fashioned. Everybody was like, the white people were letting hooks off. The black people were letting hooks off. Ultimately, the right side won. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been terrible if if the group of black people lost that fight because they were in the right from the very beginning. The white people were being there's, nemesis. There's no way that a group of five, four or five white people was beating 75 niggas. Yeah. 75 niggas that we saw. Because there was definitely more niggas the, on that boat. If it was, and that's the other thing. I feel like if it was just one white dude versus a security guard... None of this happens the way it did. Oh, yeah, of course. But because they decided to jump them, mm-hmm. now for every one person y'all got, it's we. And then it was like a party cruise or something mm-hmm. like that. So they got a couple drinks in them, too. Niggas they were lit, it. bro. You just made their day. You know how many times <laughs> I go out and it's like a group of us and I'm like, yo, I just wish somebody fucking. Yeah. I mean, every time, actually. Please, give me a reason every to fucking hook off. I, I need an excuse to beat somebody else. Bro, no. <laughs> You saying that you weren't there, Amari wasn't there. Y'all showed up after. I was there. It was no, no, no. You got there after, but when I'm in between the dude and I'm telling the dude, "Yo, if you take another step, oh, I gotta hook off." Man, you was right behind you. Oh, I didn't know. Listen, <laughs> yeah, the I only person I remember seeing was was his name Mo. Hampton. Yeah, Mo. yeah, bro. Him. Oh my God, I I was ready to turn back after the whole thing got de-escalated. I was ready to turn around again and be like, "Yo, actually, you know what?" Because <laughs> and another when, thing, when somebody who's six foot three, probably or two or four, however fucking big he is, mm-hmm. and as jacked as he was, you kind of feel like, "Oh, I could." I'm ready to hook off now. <laughs> now I'm good to go. Because, bro, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, yo, it's eight niggas there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's eight of them, and right now, all I see is me and Brian. Nah, I was right behind. Mari actually was in the bathroom. Yeah, Mari no was idea. in the bathroom. But, and then the, the other dude, he was on the other side of the bar, but he was watching the whole thing happen, and yeah. he ran over. So I'm just thinking, I'm like, oh, oh it's all right. It's just me and Brian. We just got to fucking be ready. Oh, my God. Like, it's eight of them. I'm going to have to hit this first dude as hard as I can. So, like, as I'm doing this, I felt like a cop. Like, my hand was, like, here. So, I'm like, whoa, you getting hooked off. But, you know, just like how he started first, mm-hmm. the white people started first. Kenny, what's good with your family, man? Huh? What's good with your family? What do you mean? Tim Anderson. Fucking. Oh. He, he squares up. Okay. So- he squares up with a... I don't right. even remember his name. Uh, Jose Ramirez. All right. So my defense for that situation <laughs> is the nigga. First of all, Tim Anderson had good mechanics. He came out. He knew what he was doing. He's obviously been in fights before. But he, threw, <laughs> but he did not land a single yeah. punch. He threw three punches that perfect form. Yes. All miss. It was it was great. I thought, oh, he's about to. When I first saw the clip, I was like, oh, he about to get he about to get off on this nigga. And then he Ramirez hit him with like a wild rabbit punch, a falling and, away while hunched over. He has no momentum. He's just not. Pure he's strength. not looking, bro. He's just yeah, head down, swung and clipped this nigga on the jaw one time. And Tim falls back in. He's in the dirt now. <laughs> but that that's the worst thing to do when this dude hits. 
30 to 40 home runs a year. Mm-hmm. So all you do to hit a home run is swing. Yeah. All you do to throw a ball <laughs> is th- you're throwing your arm. Yeah. Like, I get Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson had one home run leading to that moment. Mm-hmm. Not that much power. He, yeah. He's been having a tough year, too. Couldn't yeah. even make contact with a person in front of him. That's mad funny. <laughs> so there might be some correlation there. He might have to get his eyes checked. I don't know. Well, I felt bad, though. I felt really bad. Because but, now everybody on the internet's making fun of him and shit. It's... It's kind of tough, but that's just the way it works. He's been having a tough year. Yeah. Cheating on his on his wife. <laughs> yeah. Got a girl pregnant. Mm-hmm. Then broke up with, like, both of them or some shit. How's that tough year for him? He chose that. Yeah, but, you know, it came shit, out. Shit it got real ugly. Bro, like, it didn't have to do yeah. that. Like, all and that then, uh, you know, this happens. He looks like a fool because, apparently like... Apparently, he's just been being a dick to niggas, too, yeah. apparently. Oh, he told, he told, apparently, what... Because once you know you're down, the press, the media wants to get you even lower. So they all put the out stories a story. Start coming out. Yeah, shit. they put out a story where like he told uh, one of his teammates, who's a really good player during the All Star break. His his teammate was like he wanted to be traded. He was like, you know what? Fuck him. If he don't want to be here, I'll buy his flight right now. And then that dude walked up to him and apparently slapped the fire out of him. But. That story came out because of this, but it was crazy because we were. That was the night where the the uh, the Jake Paul fight mm-hmm. with Nate Diaz, and then the UFC fight where the BMF title was on the line. Mm-hmm. And before all of that happens, I'm I'm looking on Twitter. I'm like, oh shit! And then I send it to the chat, and we're breaking down this fight blow for blow. Oh my god! And we're crying. And then like ten minutes later, we see the other angle where we just see that he was actually like he got. Uh, I don't want to say knocked out, but he got hit. He, he was dazed for yeah, 100%. Yeah, he was definitely got, got he was thrown for a loop off that punch. When when he's falling down, his hands are still in the air. <laughs> like he, he don't even know that he got caught. So, you know, and then he gets online a couple of days later, changes his profile picture to King Von, and yeah, starts throwing like some subs or like weird messages on Twitter. But, it, you know. This is what fame does to niggas, bro. I don't know. Yeah, he should just be... He's also from Alabama. Bro, yeah. You know... He's also from Alabama, so... Uh, I think it might actually be one of my cousins. I'm... <laughs> I've... Fucking... I was going to get a Tim Anderson jersey, bro. Like, I've been talking about it for a minute. Yeah, it's been like three years now. I can't do it. I can't do it now. I can't do it. I can't do that shit. tangent. You haven't noticed this. Or maybe y'all have. But yeah, the listeners. We're in my living room. Windows wide open. Y'all hear that silence? Yeah, exactly. You heard that silence? It is the Dominican Day Parade today. Oh, yeah. And no we're, we're in Spanish sound Island. at all. Wow. I didn't even pee. Yeah. It's probably the quietest it's been on the Ever. Like, Everybody's down there. Other than, like, being at up at Manny's house. This oh, yeah, like yeah. That's different. Yeah. Damn. Like that, that that means that everybody is walling in that parade right now. Sounds like we at the beach. <laughs> so yeah. You hear the fucking birds in the distance just yeah. flying. I heard two cop signs probably this whole time we've been recording. Yeah, that, I'll tell you where they're all going. They're on one seven zero right now. Somebody, I know for a fact they're on one six one going up. Somebody <laughs> is fucking gonna comment. I miss the sound of sirens, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Because I went, I went out. Uh, last year's uh, Dominican Day Parade and the person I was picking up was at like a kid's birthday party mm-hmm. on uh, on 161 and brother Jesus fucking cr- yeah, let me tell y'all right now 17 like 
170 to 161, mm-hmm. those three train stops, everything under that train, everything in a three block radius from the train station, from the train tracks, is a third world country. Yeah, yeah. Bro, they are. They changed that neighborhood's name. I'm tired, bro. Every time I go to visit my, 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 my dad's family, my dad and my, my grandparents, my uncle, every time I go to that goddamn apartment that I used to live in in high school, Bro, Dominicans on scooters, no fucking license on the scooter, no helmets. Bro, there's like three Four Dominicans. niggas on a yeah, fucking scooter. Yeah, on a scooter just holding the... Ba- I'm like, what are we doing here? I've never knew that you could put four niggas Bro, on a scooter. I got on the highway yesterday. There was a fucking... A red-headed Dominican. It's always a red-headed Dominican. <laughs> yeah. Doing some dumbass shit. Bro, it was a dude <laughs> and then some red-headed Dominican chick uh, on the scooter on the highway. And I'm like, bro, I'm doing 65, and you're cutting cars off. Mm-hmm. Like, all you need one is love one bump, and you're, you're both of y'all done. Off this shit. Flying yeah, somewhere. For no reason. I'm like, bro, what are we doing here? But yeah, 170 to 161, fucking DR. Literally, yeah. third yeah. world. We, it, it, bro, there's garbage everywhere. Bro, <laughs> Eric Adams, bro. He sucks. That nigga does the, nothing. Bro, I'm Not paying. Those parts I, just got, I just got charged $45 for Easy Pass. Oh, I got charged 130 Bro, uh, this is forty five dollars for two weeks. Yeah. Bro, I'm paying I'm paying minimum twenty five dollars a week because everybody who's fire lives in fucking Brooklyn and Queens, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. You snuck that shit in. Bro, look, look at look at Hinge by the way. Remember last time we were here, we went on Hinge. Bro, ready? I'm telling you, this girl. We don't even see a girl. Brooklyn, ready? Oh, Upper East Side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see why she's from the Upper East Side. If y'all saw what that was, just Hollywood. the jokes would never end. Yeah. She, yeah. Her ethnicity starts with it. Right, yeah, really, I'm going to go to the standout. No, 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 it doesn't. Hey, All right, this girl, Bye. Brooklyn, I promise you, four sales. That's Queens. Queens. Uh, yeah. Still there, yeah. yeah. This girl, Brooklyn. Williamsburg. <laughs> this girl, maybe Queens. She looks like Queens. Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. We were both wrong. <sighs> My God. I, I think Brooklyn again. Definitely Brooklyn. Downtown Brooklyn. Right, yeah. Bro, what is this? Rising developments. Oh, She's from Queens. Queens. Yeah. Definitely Ridgewood. from Queens. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Could have told you that one. Yeah. Also Look at this profile. Queen. This oh, is Brooklyn. Brooklyn. This is yeah. Brooklyn. All I know Brooklyn. where that yep. is. That's I right, also know that's where that's right that is. That's right by Soho House. Ready? <laughs> she wants to run the New York City Marathon. I'm going to say Queens. Kenny? Queens or Brooklyn? Mm, Brooklyn. I think she's Queens. Rosalind Heights? Where's that? I think. We're about to Google it. I've I never heard of Rosalind. You know, they, New York be making heights. shit up. Yeah. Definitely be <laughs> making <laughs> shit up. Never, never, no heights a, there, bro. never heard of Strivers Row in my life, my nigga. I live shit, in Harlem. Rosalind Heights is low to the earth, bro. This shit <laughs> has no. Uh, Kimberly. I think Queens. Like Queens. I want to yeah. say Queens. That's Nassau County. She that's lives Queens. in Long Island, bro. She, wow, wow. That's a. That's Long Island? Yeah. Sierra, I'm thinking Crown Heights. Oh, Uh and then finally uh, Kayla. Kayla, oh Queens, definitely Queens. Let's see, downtown Jersey City. Wow, Wow. (laughs) yo, so I don't understand. Like, I want to one day I'm gonna talk to whoever is in charge of like press or whatever for Hinge. Mm -hmm. I want to find out why so many girls. 
that are very pretty are from Brooklyn and Queens. That's I've, I or I want to know like what's Hinge's numbers on like girls that live in the Bronx and like Manhattan, like Harlem mm-hmm. and that shit like that. Yeah, I'm a, like, I'm not a, even standouts. Just in general, I never. All I'm seeing is Queens, Brooklyn, Jersey City. It's because a lot of these girls are like new to the city, so they're moving mm. to where the new buildings are going. So there's a lot of new buildings in Jersey City, a lot of new buildings in Queens, a lot yeah, of new yeah, buildings yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where they're going. That so makes a lot of and a lot of these girls, the the jobs that girls on Tinder work versus the jobs that girls on Hinge work. <laughs> yeah. The girls on Hinge, office full, jobs, full the, careers, and the girls right. on Career, Tinder, yeah, careers, the, careers on Hinge. The girls on Tinder, they they, they are unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> You are the job. You, know, you, are, you are definitely the job. <laughs> that is so... I never <laughs> even thought about that. But, and it makes sense. If you want to be on Hinge, you got to spend 30 a month. you got to spend... To use the... To use it because you only get like five likes. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be on Hinge, you got to spend the bread. So it, it all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're not seeing girls from the Bronx on Hinge. I, I, it hurts my soul. Funny enough, I said this to Ruben the other day. I was like... um. I want to be able to find a stand-up before they become a stand-up. Right? It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen, but there's a, there is a point where they're on the app and they're not a stand-up I, yet. I want to know how ugly Hinge thinks I am. And I stand... <laughs> you know, I, I want to know... Told you. I want a daily count. Of- Bro, it would be so sick if these dating shits told you when you're a hot commodity. You know what? <laughs> Even better. I will pay $50 a month to know who am I a stand-up to. Because the standouts are algorithm based. Because mm, yeah. you've seen all the girls, they all look exact. It, it says Manny, you have a type. Brother, <laughs> yeah. no, you have a type. <laughs> and listen, while it may not be wrong, <laughs> I want to know whose type am I. <laughs> and that's where they're fucking up. Show me that. Show me whose algorithm am I popping up? I'm definitely not showing you to Asians, bro. Not standouts, and that's we got to change that. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my bio. You like know somebody what? Somebody no, no, no. Here's why I'm messing up. I checked my hinge standouts two days ago and had an Asian. <laughs> You're not watching enough anime, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah. You're not watching enough anime. But she yeah, was Spanish. None Asian. of them are Asian. All what? of these are just light-skinned yeah. Spanish girls. What's she? Never mind. I, I didn't get anything. And she's probably not there anymore. I didn't take a screenshot. Damn. I remember her name. Damn. But you know Basic. what? I'm going, I'm going about this the wrong way. You, you know, uh, I have a date tomorrow. So, you know, I got to go in. Thinking about her. I, I got to go in. <laughs> I got to stand up. I got to get off Hinge. You know, only go back. Only go back to Hinge. Like, if it doesn't work out. And even then, let's and just hope it works And on the next episode, we'll have another Aquaman date story. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen. This next one is going to decide whether or not I can tell the first one, in, like, in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, we shall we shall be seeing what stories will... We, if I come back the next episode, and I'm like, I got nothing for y'all. <laughs> that means it's going well. Yeah, okay. Right. If I don't, it's, you know... <laughs> I think it's going to be like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's going to be at least two stories there. But, you know... We're like... An hour twenty six in. I think that's enough. I don't think I'm hot as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go home and do laundry. You're about to hit traffic. Same. I work at six a.m. tomorrow. You're about I, to hit traffic. I might hit traffic. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, and 
Uh, it's only three of us today. Yeah, yeah. Like, Levante's not in the cut, not talking today. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just only three of that us. That last episode, I feel like he talked more when we were recording. And then I re-listened. I was like, this nigga didn't talk didn't for say, an hour. Yeah, no. Yeah, the hour. whole time, every time, I, w- I would just look over at him sometimes. Because I noticed this is not, yeah. nigga's not added to any of the topics. Yeah. He now, also was drinking a couple of brewskis yeah. before and during. Mm-hmm. And then ended up, you know, when Levante gets a couple, you know, drinks and he will fall asleep. He will fall asleep or act as if the world does not matter. <laughs> And you know what, bro? I commend that. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I respect is, it so much. Which is why the very little he did say, I had to edit out <laughs> even from there. I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, it yeah was, he was only vocal when it came to one topic. Yeah. When we brought up the, you know, me and my problem with the Asians or lack thereof. Yes. I mean, that one you saw was the Upper East Side one. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. She's a dub. <laughs> it's only because I am trying I'm best best foot forward okay. uh, you know with current relationships that I may or may not be having with people mm-hmm. uh, with that being said I think this is the epi- end of the episode uh, Kenny I know you are going to plug what you're going to plug Kenzo with the Lenzo yeah. on Instagram Kenzo with the Lenzo on TikTok uh, Kenzo FYM on Twitter Kenzo's Clips X. It's no longer Twitter. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> fucking it's Kenzo officially F- X now. Yeah, Kenzo FYM on X. That's fucking stupid. Uh, let's see. What else? How's uh, that it, they say, they're saying that they're losing mad users. But yeah, but it's n- th- those users aren't on fucking threads. Threads. Yeah, which is niggas are just off the internet, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Uh, the shirt's still on the way. I'm so, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> last week, last time we was here, I said shirts on the way. They're still on the way. I gotta find a screen printer. Uh, but yeah, John, what you got to plug? Nothing. I do the Instagram for my phone. I'm John. Y'all see me, y'all find me. <laughs> y'all see me, y'all find me. He does not have any social media. That is true. He did delete everything. Yeah. Okay. Wow. If y'all find my account, y'all can follow it. Did you delete it? or No, not just the apps. Oh, just, oh, off your phone? Yeah. Okay. So like, I'll come back eventually. Yeah. Speaking so if y'all find me, y'all find me. Speaking of off my phone, what's been going on in the chat? I've been going for like a, I don't know. a week and a half. I've barely been on my phone either, so. Love it. They, y'all had me back this morning. <laughs> nigga, Chris, Chris said, yo, would you like to come back? I was like, nigga, I've never been more indifferent about something <laughs> in my entire life. You yeah. could. It would be cool. But if you don't, it would also be cool. I don't care. Yeah. I'm getting chatted soon. <laughs> chatted up. Um, uh. <laughs> shout out to 500. All right. This is the episode. Peace. Goodbye. Bye.